you're down and, and rolling and, and the snowballs are getting bigger and bigger and they can't see you anymore. They just see the momentum and bam, you crash into the wall or the tree and there you are and you're wondering to yourself, how did you make it to the bottom so quickly? This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Midweek Mindset. This week, uh, the quote is coming directly from Jonathan Winters. And the quote is, if your ship doesn't come in, swim out to it. Now, I want to think of this maybe in a little bit of a different way. I find myself saying that quite a bit, actually. But I want to think of this. I want to frame it this way. First and foremost, when we think about your ship coming in and you swimming out to it, it means like, one, you're standing on the shore, most likely, and your ship is out there somewhere, and you're hoping, you're dreaming, you have a desire, an ambition to go somewhere, to be something, to do something bigger than what you are now. And a week goes by, a month goes by, a day goes by, a year goes by, and you're still standing on the dock. And you're still waiting for that ship to come in. And and there's a pretty good chance that the longer that you wait, you're going to start to realize that the ship isn't just going to come in. The magical lottery ticket doesn't just appear in your pocket and you get riches. We're watching television shows and, and seeing people that have things that we want. We see relationships. We see marriages. We see people with children. We see people getting promoted. We see people living the life of our dreams. And if we're not careful, rather than focusing on what we can control... We start to focus on what we don't have and we get bitter and we get resentful and we blame society, we blame our circumstances, we blame all of these things. We don't get our big break just yet. And we we can convince ourselves that it's everyone else's fault or that we just need to wait longer. And in both of those cases, neither helps you. So if you find yourself standing on the dock and you're staring out to sea and you're waiting for your ship to come in, I want to give you a really quick framework for this week's mindset, a really quick framework for what do we do in this situation? How do we move forward and create progress so that we can swim out to our ship rather than wait for our ship to come to us? I've seen dramatic progress. I've seen dramatic change. I've watched people transform before my eyes in as little as a year, in as little as two years. They're different people, the the same core of who they are, but the way they manifest in the world, the success that they have, completely different. It takes a mindset and sometimes it takes a good coach in your corner. But I'm going to share with you some of the things that I share, the things that I use, some of the tools that I use to help people to unlock their potential. So the first question that I'll often ask is, number one, what do you want? What do you want? You've got to define it. If you don't know what you want, it doesn't matter what you do. Like if you don't know where you want to go, just go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. It doesn't really matter. You're going to arrive somewhere, maybe here. You'll just stagnate, right? When I left home, a lot of people were sitting on couches doing the same things they were doing when I came back on leave. Nothing had changed. Some of them are still sitting in the same places doing the same things. Nothing has changed. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to get there. They're waiting for their ship to come in. You've got to define what you want. What do you want personally? What do you want professionally? What do you want relationship-wise? Maybe you're married and you want a better marriage. Maybe you're married and you have kids. Maybe you're single and you, you don't have relationship goals. Maybe you want promotions. Maybe you want a different job. Maybe you want its bank account, fitness. What do you want? This doesn't simply apply at your work. It's self, family, team, organization, community. What do you want? Do you want to put on 20 pounds? Do you want to lose 20 pounds? Like, what do you want? Do you want a jujitsu black belt? Do you want to be a Krav Maga instructor? Do you want to be able to kick over your head? Do you want to be a water skier? What do you want? That's the first thing. What do you want? When you think about what you want, the first question is, is it big enough to scare you a little bit? Do you think there's a chance that you might fail? You might come up short. 
it's a good idea that you're on the right place. It shouldn't feel impossible, but there should be at least a little feeling that it might not be possible, that you, you might fall short. That's a good vision. That's a good goal for you. Is it big enough to cause doubt? Do you doubt yourself a little bit when you look at your vision? That's, that's a good thing. You should doubt yourself at least a little bit, right? It should be big. It should be something exciting. And then is it big enough to garner hate? And I kind of throw this one in there a little bit because the people that know the old you might not like the new you. They might might be a little jealous of the new you or think that you're trying to become something that you're not and, and likely that you are. And so those are three questions. I, I'm not saying that you have to say yes to all of those questions, but think about your life. Do you have something that excites you? That's really what we're getting after. Does it excite you? Is it a better version of you than the current version that exists? And if you don't know, what I often tell people is think of three things that you might want to be. I don't know what I want to do with my life. Okay, cool. Well, what are three things you might want to do? Well, I might want to be a nurse. I might want to be a pilot. I might want to be a wrestler. Okay, well, those are three very different things. So let's figure out what we can do today that applies to all three. So you're like, I don't know if I want to be a nurse, a doctor, or if I want to work in mental health. Okay, those are three different areas, but they all need an associate's degree. Okay, let's do that. Let's get our associate's degree. Okay, all three of them require volunteer hours in a hospital. Okay, let's go start volunteering at the hospital. But we figure out what are three things that you might want to be. And the idea over time would be that we can start paring them down. We can start whittling away at some of those things so that we can eventually end up with one. And it may not be the one you started with, but it should be close. It should be in that arena. And the things that we do now will help build towards one of our future potential possibilities. And one of the beauties of youth is potential, right? The younger that you are, the less that you've done, the more potential you have. And so you can do a wider variety of things that apply to a wider variety of outcomes. The older you get, you're focused and your options are limited. When you say that you can be anything you want to be, that's quite often when we're looking at a child. You can't look at a 40-year-old and say, you can be anything you want to be. I can't be an astronaut anymore, right? I, I can't. Well, if I was Jeff Bezos, maybe I could go be an astronaut in the strictest sense of the word, I suppose. But, but generally speaking, the older that we get, the less options that we have. And so that's the first thing. What do you want? What do you want to be? The second thing is what's standing in your way. So think about the thing that you want to be. Then we want to think about what's standing in our way. And we generally think of three different things, barriers, hurdles, and gaps. And that comes right out of the giant toolkit. Barriers are the things that we can't change. Think laws, age. I want to be an astronaut, but I can't be an astronaut because I'm too old. I want to join the military, but I can't join the military because I'm too old. Age could be a barrier, right? So that's one. The second one is hurdles. Hurdles is just the work that needs to be done, right? Maybe you want to be a doctor. Okay, well, guess what? There's a lot of studying that needs to happen. There's a lot of late nights and a lot of study groups and a lot of classes and just a lot that has to go into that. Got to do a thesis and you got to do all these things in order to become a doctor. Okay, cool. Those are the hurdles. All right, done. One might be, well, I'm in the military. I need to get out of the military. Maybe I, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. What are the hurdles? And then the gap. So there's barriers, there's hurdles. Barriers are the things that can't be changed. Hurdles are the work that needs to be done. And gaps are just the resources, the things that we need. It may be money. It may be time. It may be manning. It may be resources. It may be a mentor. It, may be, it could be all kinds of stuff. The gaps. So once we know what we want, if we can categorize the barriers, hurdles, and gaps, what's standing in our way, we can systematically create a plan to overcome those things. That's it. It really is that simple. It's simple to create a plan. It's difficult to do the work. 
often creating the plan and, 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 and setting the framework is the easy part. It's doing the work that's the hard part. But the question is, if you want to be, is your vision compelling enough to cause you to act? Is your present reality dissatisfied enough, dissatisfying enough that you'll act? Those are the two pieces. Is, is your current pain sufficient to get you moving? Is your future vision exciting enough to get you moving? Those two things have to be true. If we don't dislike where we are and we're not excited about where we're going, why would you do anything? Why move at all? Just stay where you are. It's that easy. So as we think about this, we've got barriers, we've got hurdles, we've got gaps. The third piece is that right there. What are you waiting for? Do you, is your vision not exciting enough? Is your present condition not dissatisfying enough? Have you gained momentum this year in any way towards your goal? If so, how much, if any at all? The next one is once you, once you know what's standing in your way and, and you've identified all of these things, start swimming. Like I said, creating the plan is, is the easy part. Doing the work is the hard part. Once you have your plan, it's what can I do today? What can I do this month? And if every day you just wake up and you say, what can I do today that will help me get to my goal in some small way? And you do that thing every day, you will be crawling towards your goal. And it's like a snowball. It's like going down a mountain. It's like it starts to take on a life of its own. And before you know it, you're crashing to the bottom like Donald Duck in the center of a snowball. You're down and, and rolling and, and the snowball's getting bigger and bigger and they can't see you anymore. They just see the momentum and bam, you crash into the wall or the tree and there you are and you're wondering to yourself, how did you make it to the bottom so quickly? But it doesn't feel that way in the beginning when you're pushing this small, tiny gains, tiny momentum. It's like getting out of debt. When you're getting out of debt, you do the Dave Ramsey plan and you start with the smallest debt first and, and you pay that off as quickly as you can. And then you start on the second debt, but the money you were putting towards the first is going towards the second. And now the amount that's dropping every month is more and more. And then when you pay off the second, you go to the third. And before you know it, you're taking $500, $600, $1,000 a month off of your debt, where before you were struggling to make the minimum payments. And within two years, most people are completely debt-free, usually within about 18 months. Completely debt-free except for your house. But it doesn't happen all at once. It's that little baby steps, those baby momentums that get you there. But you got to start today. Identify where you want to be. What are the barriers, the hurdles, and the gaps? And where can you start making small, implementable steps right now, today? Stop underestimating what you can accomplish in this life. You have potential beyond anything you can imagine. You come from a line of people that built pyramids and Colosseums and, and Eiffel Towers. You come from a line of people that, that were Mother Teresa's and Gandhi's that took care of their, their brothers and their sisters and their countrymen that inspired and motivated generations of people to take action. You have that DNA in you. Go out there and do something amazing with it. I believe in you. I'm excited to spend time with you as always. Can't wait to talk to you next week. I'm out. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.